0: Morning, Craig. Morning, Kent. Did you give Williamson a pep talk before the game yesterday?
1: No, not at all.
0: You're like, get out there on that weird-looking pitch
2: and just make it happen.
1: No, look, something that hasn't been mentioned at all, Kane does not really focus on that stuff. I know throughout the media it's been a lot of chat about, but I thought it was a really nice reply to it all from Kane's bat last night. I thought it was a nice way to kill it off. And also, I thought it was good work from Dooley for uh, doing the Man of the Match presentation, which yeah. could quite easily have handed over to someone else, so he stepped up too.
2: Yeah, I feel for Dooley in that. Like Dooley actually was on our show. We, we thought he actually made it a really interesting and quite good, well-thought-out point, and then all of a sudden, it got moved up and changed, as as headlines do. And um, So I really felt for Dooley in that one, and, and for creating it to be a bit awkward there with... We're not blaming us. We're blaming those other ones that made it awkward on us. But, hey, you've are I mean, you batted on many wickets over your life. Had you ever seen one that looked like that?
1: No, I'd never seen one that looked like that. Although I have to say, there were some photos that came out earlier in the week, and I thought that uh, when we turned up last night, it looked a lot better than perhaps those photos showed it. Um, but certainly the way it had that big hair patch down the middle, um, sort of, there was a lot of uncertainty as to how it would play. But you have to say any time you get over 270 runs in a T20 match, the wicket's pretty good. And the feedback from the guys after the first three or four overs that it was a good wicket with some pace um, and and batting wasn't too bad. So you have to take your head off to the groundsman. He's obviously had a lot of trouble in terms of growing grass throughout the summer with it being hot in Wellington. And I thought, all in all, it was a really good surface.
0: Did Kane say that it was a good toss to lose?
1: Well, we don't bank on Kane winning winning any tosses, to be fair, Kento. So um, we just generally go with whatever the opposition um, want to do, because uh, it's one of those things, he's not a great toss, he doesn't win too many, so uh, it would have been an interesting discussion if we had won the toss, and maybe it was one of those ones that was good to lose.
0: What did you think about Chapman's performance on debut, Craig? 20 from 13 balls coming in at 5?
1: I thought it was a really good knock, actually. I thought he came in at a difficult time, um, and he showed some real composure, um, also showed some power, put a couple on the stand. I thought both the knock by Tim Seifert and also Mark Chapman were little cameos that we needed. And, you know, we got 15 runs off that last over uh, in our innings. And when you only win by 12, it, those little things can be, you know, huge um, towards a victory. So I thought both of them did a really good job.
2: Man, they it, w- it was a great game to watch because it went it, in such a short version of the game. You got everything you could possibly want. It was swings and roundabouts. And then I thought we were going to win. And then I thought, I oh, know, maybe they've got to wrestle it back. You know, it was... Going backwards and forwards, and was one cutaway of you guys there in the pavilion, well, the little dugout bit there having a look. So you looked to be enjoying it. It was fun to watch through the TV. Was it just fun to be involved with?
1: Yeah, it was. Although I have to say, that it was pretty nervous and tense near the end. <laughs> I think that's one of the things about England, and that's the first time I've played them this, this summer. They're a dangerous side. They have a lot of power and they just keep coming at you. So I thought from a bowling point of view, it was really important that we keep picking up wickets just to peg them back, and I mm. thought the guys did that really well. But England are a dangerous side. They have um, yeah, plenty of power, dangerous players who play T20 cricket pretty well. So all in all, I thought it was, it was nice to get the summer, or the tri-series underway.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, there was a couple of overs there. I thought I thought Trent Bolt coming in uh, towards the end of the game there, I thought he wrestled it back for us for sure. And there was an earlier one of the spinners, a couple of overs before that may have been each, I think. I think it was only about four runs off the over and then, and then a wicket too. That really helped wrestle it back. But the, the, the catching. Some of the catching's been not so flash the last few games. What's going on there?
1: Yeah, there's been a couple go down, which is a bit frustrating. But look, uh, there's always a couple of things that you want to tidy up after your performance But the one thing I will say is that Westpac is probably the hardest catching ground in the country. Um, it, has, it was windy last night, so the wind was swirling. And, you know, you see guys under the ball, all of a sudden they're moving left, they're moving right. It's really hard to get a... To get an aim on. So even the catches that went in I think Trent took one that um, almost blew through. Normally you just don't see that at grounds but Westpac's very difficult so it's something that um, we continue to work on. I can tell you that at training the guys have been outstanding but it's just one of those cases where a couple went down. they didn't actually get any mitts on his second one and he's probably got the best hands in our side. So it goes, that just happens. But then you look at the ground fielding was outstanding. The run out from Kane was crucial as well. So there was a lot of good aspects as well, but always a couple of things that we're looking to tidy up.
0: What was the thinking with grand home coming into bat four?
1: Well, we thought at that stage it was a good opportunity. There was only 38 balls left in the innings, Kent. So we wanted De Grandheim to go in and probably have 18 to 20 of those balls that were left in the innings. And if he came off, well, then anything was possible. And I think that the start we'd got... We had a pretty good platform um, from obviously Garp and Kane, they'd set things up nicely. So, De Gronholm's that X factor player that you know when he comes off, he's dangerous, he's not always going to come off. He's been promoted a couple of times and it hasn't quite worked. But the great thing about Colin is he doesn't muck around, so he wasn't going to waste six or seven balls getting himself in, he was going to go out and play a shot. So, it didn't come off last night, but um, there'll be other opportunities for him at different times, and I'm sure he will.
0: Was he filthy on Jordan for taking the catch of the <laughs> summer, first ball?
1: Yeah, well, off the bat, I thought, oh, OK, that's gone straight down his throat. Then all of a sudden, like I said, the wind swirls. The wind sort of helped pick it up a little bit, and I thought, geez, that might go for six. And to be fair, there's not many cricketers uh, in world cricket that are going to take that catch, and Jordan's probably the only one. Um, so he was a little bit unlucky, but um, you know, it was a pretty athletic catch, impressive.
0: Hey, thanks, Craig. Uh, I'm backing you guys in at 2 dollars five to beat the Aussies on Friday. Don't let me down.
1: Okay, mate. Won't do. Cheers, <laughs> guys.